everyone, and welcome to 1923 Main Street, home of the Daddy-Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts, Mike Bellabratic and Amelia Bellabratic, and today we are going to be talking about our top five picks for interactive Disney dining. Yes, we are. So whether you're a first-time visitor to Walt Disney World, you're just planning a trip now, or you've been there a hundred times... Disney dining is an important part of every Walt Disney World vacation, and there are literally hundreds of restaurants at Walt Disney World, so it also can be one of the stressful parts of Disney vacation planning, uh, trying to get into your favorites, which are the best, and so on and so on. We're going to be talking a lot about Disney dining over the podcast, but today what we've done is, as Amelia said, interactive dining. So what does that mean exactly? Well, interactive dining is dining where you're not just sitting down and ordering food. So there are some amazing restaurants that we'll talk about in other episodes that are top-notch that we really love. But what we've done here is I said to Amelia, okay, put together your list of your five favorite interactive restaurants. So restaurants where you either become part of the show, where there is a show, so... You're not just, at any of these five, you're not just going to sit back and enjoy a beautiful meal. There is some level of interactivity, so we'll go through the different ones. They're not all character dining. No, some of them are shows or even at some of them the waiters interact with you in a sort of funny way. So each one of these are a little bit different. There's no two very similar ones, so I think that's really cool about and all all, 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 trouble marbles. All I will say up front is that if you're planning any Disney vacation, but particularly if your first, if it's your first Walt Disney World vacation, I would recommend that at least one of these choices is on the list. Now, amazingly, four out of the five that we put together independently are the same, but yeah. we each have one difference. So there are more than ten here. But our number one choice, shall we dive right in? Yep. Our number one choice was the same. And Amelia, that is? The Hoop-dee-doo review that takes place at Disney's Fort Wilderness. Exactly. Now, the Hoop-dee-doo review. So I'm a longtime Disney traveler right from 1970s, 1971, 72, the first years. And the Hoop-dee-doo review has been around almost as long as Walt Disney World has been around. It's changed and updated over the years, but essentially it's the same. This is a real rootin' tootin' dinner show. So it takes place, as Amelia said, at Fort Wilderness Campground in Pioneer Hall, which is easy to get to. It's right by the boat launch. You can walk from Wilderness Lodge. And what do you like about it, Amelia? Talk about the show. Okay, well, first and foremost, I know just really quickly before I dive into this, a lot of people think, oh, it's... So you're going for the experience, not the food. At the Hoopty Doo Review, the food is amazing as well as the show is amazing. So that's why it's number one on my list because the food is actually incredible as well as the show. And why don't you say what the food is there? Okay. First of all, I'll say it's all you care to enjoy, as Disney would phrase it, including uh, sangria and beer. I think it's sangria. I don't know. I drink the beer. I don't know. I'm a kid, so... You know, so first and foremost, the food 
They have different types of food. I believe they have some meats. It's ribs. Ribs, right. Ribs, I thought so. And they have some salads, which I like. And their cornbread. Oh, amazing. Love their cornbread. And when we were talking about it yesterday, I got that whiff of that cornbread smell because we were talking about it. And fried chicken. Oh, and fried chicken. And honestly, their fried chicken is spectacular there. The ribs are good. The fried chicken is amazing. So as Amelia said, the food there is really good. Yeah, so you're not skipping on the food for the experience at the Hoopty Doo Review. Now, let's get into the experience. So basically, the experience is you're watching like a show on stage and it takes place in the 50s? Well, no, it's more like maybe the 1850s. 1850s. It's essentially a... The way it's set up is you get in and you sit down. It's in a hall. There is a ground level seating. There's a big stage. And then there is upper level seating. I would recommend uh, the ground level. It's the highest price seating and as close to the stage as you can get. And most of the interactivity is going to take place with the people who are seated in that ground area. You will interact with the characters. Yeah. So they don't. I'll just say one thing, yeah, then I'll pass so. it over. They, they, well, maybe I won't explain how they crashed the party. Let's, let's leave some things. Uh, you know, a lot of these things, the less you know, the better, really, yeah. about all the details. You know a little bit about it, and it's more fun to experience it for yourself. So, what do you like? Yeah. Well, I like that. I'm going to try not to give it away, but it's not just a show. So, they sort of interact with you in a way, but I'll just leave it at that. But I like that you're not just going there for the show or for the food. The show is great, and the food is great, so I like that they're both equally good, and I'd go there for I'd go there for just the food. Like, if there was no show, I would still go there, and if it was just a show, I would go and see that show. But considering it's all in one, it's my first choice. I yeah, really and like I, I get the sense that a lot of people sort of underestimate what it is or don't really know what it is. Yeah, I totally agree with that because they think that it's just a show or they think that the food is not going to be good so then they don't go but when you do go you're actually pleasantly surprised at the quality of the food and the show and the interactivity is all ages so whether you are an 80 year old or an eight year old or a five year old you know you're going to have some interactive part and it's not always um with the stage members there are other things that happen where everyone can have fun and join in the festivities so all in all the hoop de doo review at pioneer hall at disney's fort wilderness resort is one of well it is our favorite interactive and i would highly suggest adding that to your list uh, and be sure to um depending on where you're staying add in the transportation time to get there all yeah. right what should we talk about next all right We'll save our separate ones for the end. So pick one of the ones. Mm. We're not necessarily going in order now. We're just going in the ones that we both picked. Okay. So for me, this is number three. And for you, this is number four. We have Chef Mickey's. And this takes place at the Contemporary. And the Contempo Cafe, I believe, is right near it. Is beside the Contemporary. Yeah, it's right near it. So if you're looking for that, Chef Minky's is right there. And this is a breakfast experience where... Well, let me let me jump in. It's yeah. all three. It's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. But what we're getting at is the what best. I would say. I, we would both recommend going there for breakfast. For the breakfast, yeah. And the as one early that's as on possible. My list okay. is a breakfast experience. And it's 
So it's just basically a Disney buffet where there's waffles, strawberries, different types of fruit, bacon, sausages. So as all you care to enjoy. It's be- one of the biggest all you care to enjoy buffets yeah. I, I've I've seen yeah. at Disney. So it's, you know, you hear a lot. Are they good? Are they not? We quite like them. It's a great breakfast mm-hmm. buffet. Yep. And then also you, as it's in the name, there's Chef Mickey's. So you see Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and Pluto. And I don't believe they're always the same characters. They're pretty much the same. Pretty much, but there's... You're going to get Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, uh, Donald, and Goofy, Goofy, I think. Now, (laughs) Chef Mickey's is located in the lobby of Disney's Contemporary Resort. It's open. You see the monorails whooshing by. um, And it is a great experience. So we, we only have a couple of character dinings on our list. And the reason this one is on for me at least is that I find it to be far more interactive with the characters than many of the other ones at any character yeah. experience you're going to get to they're going to come around to the tables in an orderly fashion and meet you but usually it's only once depending on how long you're there but at Chef yeah. Mickey's they don't just come around and meet you they do a lot of other things yeah. where they engage with with everyone and you know especially the kids or adults alike can really take part in it so it's a great one our favorite one um to meet you know mickey and friends and also it's a classic yeah that would have to be my favorite breakfast experience interactive and probably non-interactive at disney anywhere because i do definitely love it there and it's sort of like it is a character experience but it's different than most other character experiences and I think that's really great because you get more time with the characters. And especially when you're little, you want to spend time with the characters. That's why you're there. You want to see Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Goofy and just have a great time and, like, talk to them and spend time with them and take photos and everything. And I think it's really cool that you get even more time to do that at Chef Mickey's. Yeah. And as a culinary school grad that I am, I do like seeing Chef Mickey in his chef whites. So I, I enjoy getting those pictures with Mickey there. Right. Now, no more about your accomplishments, please. Let's move on to number three on our list. Okay. What do you want to talk about next? All right. Remember, save our individual yep. ones for the end. I got it. So this is number two on your list. And number five on my list, we have Cinderella's Royal Table. Oh, yes. So Cinderella's Royal Table. I love Cinderella's Royal Table. And I love it for a couple of reasons. And first of all, to me, especially if it's your first time, Cinderella Castle is obviously the icon or the weenie, as Walt would have called it, of Magic Kingdom Park. And being able to go inside the castle to dine is really one of those magical Disney experiences. Yeah, especially if I believe one time we were the first person. Actually, that's that is a good tip. That can be this episode's tip. A lot of people don't know about the first family. So if you book, if you're going to book Cinderella's Royal Table, try to get, if it works with your schedule, yeah, breakfast and the earliest one, the first seating there is. And then when you get into the park, try to be the first one to check in because at Cinderella's Royal Table, they have something called First Family. Which we didn't even know about. We didn't even know about it. I mean, after all these years, we just happened to cross it. And yeah. what happens is you, you're welcomed as the first family. You're given a little pin 
a special pin and they seat you. They tell you you are our royal first family of the day and they put you in a specific table uh, after you meet Cinderella, Cinderella greets you. It's her house. She greets okay. you downstairs. And then you walk up the royal stairs. And basically, the first family is the first table that every princess goes to when they come out. So you, it is a little bit of a one of those fun little special things that Disney does in the dining. Yeah, and I believe that it's not that well advertised. And you don't see people posting about it on any social media. So I had no idea. And then when we checked in first... We found this special hidden gem, so I think that's really cool. And Cinderella's Royal Table is, it's sort of different than any other princess experience because there are other experiences where you do get to meet the princesses, but I think this one's really cool because especially if you're a kid, the girls get like a little magic wand and a wishing star, and I believe just the idea of thinking I'm in a castle, like I'm in Cinderella's castle, is really cool, and it's a super fun experience. To and little of. princes get a sword. Oh, yeah. I'm not a prince, so. <laughs> so don't, don't think it's just for the girls or the women in the family. It is. It really is an all. You know, boys and girls and like yeah. enjoy it. And it is interactive. They do a lot of fun mm-hmm. things throughout the course of your meal. For this one, um, I would say any meal is good. We've done breakfast, lunch, and dinner yeah. there many, many times. So we've Amelia, you know, at age 11 now, has been there probably 10 times. And, um, you know, it's been consistent for us. We like it. They have new experiences now at dinner that tie into the fireworks show, if you want to put that together, the dessert party. But I think the food there is good. I've never had an issue with it. I think the service is good. The princesses are excellent. And we definitely would recommend Cinderella's Royal Table if Disney princesses are on your list. Yeah, and honestly, I know I did say it was number five on my list. And it's not bad. It's actually great. And especially when, like, if you have younger kids from probably age, like, seven to two, this will probably be their favorite dining experience ever. It's so fun, but the only reason it was low on my list was because I like all of the other ones better, but that probably is just my age because I can appreciate some of the other things a bit more now. But it is a fantastic experience, so I would highly recommend it. Okay, moving on to the last one that we have together. same. All right. And now I thought, I'm surprised this wasn't your number one because you do love it here, but... All right, yes. So this is my number two and your number three. And this is Whispering Canyon Cafe. And this is located at the Wilderness Lodge Resort. Yeah, it's in the main lobby. It's open to the lobby. And this is really one of those ones. I know it's hard, but the less you know, the more fun it will be. Because it is a sit-down... Uh, table service restaurant yeah. open air they did change the menu about a year ago in 2019 or 2018 uh, 2019 actually yeah. and it is it, it was okay it's much better now so you've got the benefit of if yeah. you're reading reviews make sure it's a review that uh, it covers the new menu this one is interactive with your servers in yeah. particular and I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give it away but you will be having a laughing night and then i'll leave it at that i will say if anyone in your party or you are shy and don't like to be you know you know when you're in a comedy club and the comic starts sort of pointing you out and picking on you no if you really well (laughs) you don't but you will um if that if you're going to cringe or get upset at that this may not be the place for you is that fair 
yeah, that's fair, but just bear that in mind when you go in there. And just also bear in mind that this is sort of a fun experience and not to take anything too seriously. Exactly. And unlike something like um, the Hoopty Doo at Pioneer Hall, which is a show and they, well, it's unique every night because the audience is different. It's They run through similar things. Whispering Canyon is entirely up to individuals and it can be, with the exception of one or two small things that are common, but it can be, uh, it's very dependent on who is your server. I'll tell you that, and uh, how your party interacts with that server. And another thing is, you know, we've gone there with the three of us and had a ton of fun because uh, other tables sort of get involved. But if you have a bigger group, I'm sure you'll have even more fun. So um, it's a great place, and we both quite enjoy it there. All right, now we've gone through four. Now we're going to split off into our each individual ones. Yeah. All right. So you want to go first? Okay. Uh, My number five, number five on my list is the Spirit of Aloha Luau at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. And I understand why it's not on Amelia's list. And that is a variable to consider. Yeah. So I have, I've not never been there, but when I did go there, we only got to see the food. Because the show was rained out. I think you got to eat the food, too. They didn't just run by and show it to you. Okay, I got to eat the food. But I don't remember that because I was like three or four. Yeah, so I've been there quite a bit over the years. And um, this is something to consider. So we'll just start with that factor. It is the only one of these on the list. And it's the only only dining I can think of offhand. The backyard barbecue is gone now. Uh, That is an outdoor. It has an outdoor element to it. Uh, when I, you know, back in the early days, it used to take place on the beach and when, you know, in the 70s when we used to go to the Luau. So it's been running there for a long time. They do have a Luau Cove now. Uh-huh. The dining area is covered. Yeah, but I would not. The stage is covered, yeah. sort of. But for me, I would not recommend doing this in the summer because Florida in the summer, let's be honest, it rains. And if you don't want your show to get rained out, I would recommend doing this in March or just look for us if you are only going in the summer I would try to look for a dry day if you really want to do this one yeah it is uh it is a great it's it's a island style Polynesian Hawaiian luau show and it is similar in terms of the food that you get at Pioneer Hall but I have to say the food quality for some reason at the luau is not quite as good as it is at Pioneer Hall. It's good, but it could be great. Yeah, it is great at Pioneer Hall, and considering Mm -hmm. it's, you know, they're very similar items. But the show is great. You know, I would say get the later one if possible. It's, you know, the fight when the fire dancers come on and that sort of thing, it's fun. Uh, It's more fun in the dark. So, but it is, it's a good point she brought up. Summer in Florida, you know, you're going to get a thunderstorm. The odds are pretty high every afternoon or evening. So you want to um, hedge your bets, go. If you're there, you know, if you're considering going and maybe when it's not the heat of summer in Florida. Yeah. That, that was my top five. So my top five were hoop de doo number one, Cinderella's Royal Table, number two, Whispering Canyon, number three, Chef Mickey's, number four, and Spirit of Aloha Luhau, number five. Now, Amelia, what is your number five? So my number five, and would this be your number six? or? I'm not sure. I didn't think beyond five. I, I do enjoy it. I'll yeah. say that. I'll All talk right. about it. So my number five 
is, well, no, my number four is Cinderella's Royal Table is my number five. But my number four is the Supercalifragilistic Breakfast at the Grand Floridian. The 1900 Park Fair Dining Room. Yep, in the 1900 Park Fair Dining Room. And so this is also a character dining experience. And so the There are usually five characters there. Yep, and the characters that you will meet are typically... Alice from Alice in Wonderland, the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland, and then Tigger and Winnie the Pooh from Winnie the Pooh. And last but not least, and my personal favorite, is Mary Poppins, hence the name Supercalifragilistic Grand Breakfast. Yeah, so the Supercalifragilistic Breakfast is excellent, and it is in 1900 Park Fair. It is obviously... A breakfast. Yeah. It's a breakfast buffet and all you care to enjoy in Disney terms. Pretty good selection. Not quite as large as Chef Mickey's, but still pretty good. Yeah. There's something for everyone. All of right. these have your yeah. favorite Mickey waffles, so don't worry yeah. about that. And you will never go in somewhere and be like, I don't like anything here. There is always something you will like because there is a incredibly wide variety of foods, and I think that's really great as well. And this one in particular, I think why it's on Amelia's list, again, it's a character dining experience. But the characters here, in our experience... Are different than any other characters that you will meet at any other character dining experience. And they go above and beyond. Yeah, that as well. I mean, we have some of our favorite photos and videos of Amelia as a young child are with Mary Poppins at that event. Oh, yeah. That's true. And also, I remember when I was little... I was scared of the Mad Hatter when I was there because I just didn't like that movie. And then the Mad Hatter actually got me over my fear at that place because he was so nice. And they're very nice and kind, especially to younger children. So I think that's really great. Yeah. And it's it's uh, if you're staying in the Grand Floridian, it's definitely a no-brainer. It's right yeah. there on site. But either way, it's a great spot to go. So, Amelia, what are your top five in order again? All right. So, my top five is number one, Hoop Dee Doo Review at Fort Wilderness. Number two is Whispering Canyon at Wilderness Lodge. And number three is Chef Mickey's at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Number four is the Supercalifragilistic Breakfast at the Grand Floridian. And number five is Cinderella's Royal Table at Magic Kingdom Park. So, there you have it, folks. Those are our each top five list of interactive dining experiences and there we're gonna do lots of other shows on dining because uh disney vacations and dining (laughs) definitely go hand in hand in so many ways but i really think some of these sort of fun interactive experiences are are must do's on anyone's weekly vacation itinerary so definitely check them out see what you think and uh let us know what you think again like everything else everybody has their favorites and those they don't like One thing I'll say about all this, after visiting there literally over 100 vacations now, uh, and Amelia well over 30 weeks there, we've gone to all of these not just once. So our experiences are based on more than one time, because you can go anywhere once and have a bad experience. But all in all, we have consistently good experiences at these places. Yep, and I believe that about covers it. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go grab some food. All this talk of dining is making me very hungry. Uh, Let's just do our sign-off first. All righty. So thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode on interactive dining at Walt Disney World. As always, we're happy that you were able to join us. Uh, I will leave some links to stories related to all these places 
that I've posted on my blog, they will be in the show notes, so be sure to read that. You'll find us on Twitter and Instagram at 1923MainStreet, and visit our website at 1923MainStreet.com. And if you enjoyed this show and feel like leaving us a appropriately happy rating, we will be most happy for that as well. But we're just happy that you come here each week. So thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye.